Hey, fellow hoteliers, and welcome to episode 219 of the Hotel Marketing Podcast. Get ready for a big show. We're going to be talking about the five social media tips for hotels and a couple of things that you really should never, ever, ever be doing. And I've got both Leanne and Nicolette on the microphone today. And how are you ladies doing? Fantastic. Thanks for having us. Doing really good. Happy to be here. That's awesome. So I know I coerced you, coerced you guys to, to be on the podcast, so I appreciate the the fake positive attitude. You voluntold us? <laughs> yep, that's what happened. Well, hey, it's something big's happening today. So this is not a podcast that we're all sitting in different rooms. We're in the same building right now. We're in the studio. We are in the studio. First time in a long time. And that's just insane that we're able to do that. I'm super excited about this. And hopefully it's something that we can start doing again if uh, my reminder for a podcast doesn't keep popping up. But... <laughs> I'm right on schedule apparently. But yeah, so we got a big show today. We've got an awesome article that is one of the top visited pages on our entire website, which is basically do's and don'ts of social media for hotels and includes 50 items that you can consider as part of your posting strategies and whatnot. So it's a it's a great resource and I've got a link to that in the show notes that we can kind of work our way through. But you know, if you're looking for it, it's at blog slash social media post ideas for hotels. And what we're going to do is we're going to dive into that, pick out a few of the things that are the most important, and also share a couple of things that you really should never, ever do. So that's what's on schedule for today's podcast. And if you want to follow along, visit travelboommarketing.com slash podcast and click or use your thumb and select podcast 219 and you'll get all the ins and outs of the stuff that we have to cover today. All right, so we are pretty much ready to get in, but before we do that, uh, we've got a 60 seconds and a newsaroo to cover as well. So, Nicolette, you said that you would do the news items, or we would have a newsaroo if I had to sing the song. So what genre <laughs> do I need to, to sing? Well, I actually um, passed the newsaroo along to Leanne, so, so Leanne get to the genre. gets to pick the genre of the song today. Hip hop. Mm. Oh, can you do it? I wish I could. Can do you it. That's spit a, a rhyme yeah. here? What 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 would hotel marketing <laughs> that cannot lose? Because now it's time for your newsaroos. Why? We the best. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> made my day. Very very horrible. I wish life didn't even happen right now. But hey, the newsroom jingle might be a complete train wreck, but the article's not. Leanne, so it sounds like you've got the, the newsroom. What is it? This is from the Wall Street Journal this week, titled, Hotels Using NFTs to Create a Stub Hub for Lodging Reservations. There's a lot there that might need to be defined. Do y'all know what an NFT is? You mean a non-fungible token? Yes, indeed. It's the, uh, what... Is the biggest could be the biggest scam of all times, but I think in this case it's actually being used correctly. Uh huh. First of all, non fungible means you can't, you know, wrap your head around it. You can't wrap your arms around it, but it actually will get you a real hotel room, according to this plan yeah. from a company that's called Stay Open. And so far, Stay Open has been known for buying up some of these. Uh, retails and office buildings that are just sitting there vacant since the pandemic and turning them into more like hostel type lodging. Mm -hmm. But now they've come up with, and that's going to be a wave of the future there, but they've come up with this other idea to solve a problem that we've talked to every hotelier 
it's on our client list that has made their cancellation policy so lax because of the pandemic. Sometimes they wind up holding on to unused hotel rooms and you know, that's inventory that's gone if you don't use it that night. So mm -hmm. this is a way that hoteliers could maybe get back into enforcing more strict cancellation policies and still make it um, you know, warm and fuzzy and friendly for the guest. If you, instead of purchasing a hotel room per se, you purchase a non-fungible token. You exchange that token for Tuesday night at Hotel XYZ. If you can't make that stay because something's come up at the last minute, instead of losing your money that you spend on the non-fungible token, you can sell it to someone else. You can transfer or gift it to someone so else. So is that what this article is talking about? Or is this more a, this company will set up an NFT for certain hotel rooms? and then sell those, but is it necessarily going to be replacing the traditional booking process? I think that in the grand scheme of things, it is going to, to do just that. They've teamed up with a more of a crypto type startup called Pink Tata. Uh, that's the name of some sort of a pearl. I don't know what they came up with that for, but Pink Tata is gathering up all of these hotels. The ones that stay open is forming. Other hotels in the Caribbean, Mexico, San Francisco, Hawaii, and they are going to be offering, I think, at first, some of their rooms as yeah. NFTs, maybe just setting aside inventory. But if it works out, uh, eventually this would make it so that a hotelier never has to worry about unused room nights. See, as a guest, I hate this. You do? Yeah, because if I cancel my stay, I just want to cancel my stay. I don't want to have to deal with figuring out what an NFT is and how to sell it and what the exchange is. I, now, if, if you can't get your money back, though... I wouldn't book the hotel if I couldn't get my money back. Really? Yeah. Now, it, if I was a hotel and I had unused inventory, if I had those midweek stays that I couldn't use, then I'd be all about you know, putting a portion of my inventory into NFTs, mm -hmm. letting them be sold and traded in whatever you want. That's fine. It's almost like a, a Groupon type thing where you could kind of create that way. I personally, I don't like Groupon, but I could see it making sense here in some ways, but... So yeah. here's the thing. I think we're, we're old school. In fact, they see the complete opposite, that the highest demand nights would be an NFT, would be a token that you've gotten that room with. But why, why would I? I guess I don't understand why I would want why. to do that. All right. Because let's say, and this is a hot tip, Bruce Springsteen going on tour. So I'm going to look up which hotels are participating in the Pink Tata NFT where Bruce Springsteen's going to be. I'm going to look and see if I can go ahead and reserve some rooms for that night. And then when all the rooms in that town are sold out, my NFT is worth three or four times as much as what I originally booked it for. And I can make money off of that room. Uh, you as a, Me as a, a secondary market. Yeah. But I as a hotelier, secondary market. But as a hotelier, why do I care? The I, hotelier sold the room no matter what. Right. And you don't have to worry about the guest <coughs> service issues with somebody like you, Pete, who I, I'll cancel at the last minute, but I want my money back. Right. You don't have to worry about that. That's out of your hands. And now someone like me can look at your hotel room and, and book in my night there as an investment. Even if I can't stay, I could probably make more money off of it. I see the value for the third-party seller. But from a hotelier's perspective, I feel that I'm not going to put my prime inventory because I'm going to be able to to move that either way and I can yield manage if people cancel. Uh -huh. But as a guest perspective, I don't want to have to figure out how to 
deal with the whole NFT side of the business. And, and I'm active in crypto. I mean, I'm uh-huh. a strong believer in at least crypto. I think NFTs to a point are, I think this is a good use for it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I'm kind of well, questioning this one. The, the, the uh, hotelier that owns that resort down in the Dominican Republic, who's going to put some of his rooms into the program, he's trying to reach, this is what he says, the consumer that isn't booking through traditional means. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, people under 30, I don't even know for sure how they think, but... They like this. Yeah. I just know they go to Instagram first. That's always their yeah. first stop. So. And there are some hotels that are, you know, their plan is to do nothing but accept crypto in some form or another. So this is more like a stable coin that you actually can peg a real value to versus what's been happening with mm-hmm. Bitcoin lately. Yeah. I yeah, think it's, it's just staying up with the times as well. Like maybe you don't put your highest inventory in NFTs, but you better have some because you wouldn't be able to sell to certain demographics if you did have Yeah. I say it's something to look out for and just, you know, it, it's good articles in the Wall Street Journal. I, I wouldn't be jumping over myself to create a bunch of NFTs in my rooms, but it's, like I said, let's see what happens. You know, if these properties are able to perform, at least if you're aware of it, then you can, you know, jump in and be an early adopter of it mm-hmm. moving forward. I mean, if nothing else, it could be an interesting promotion to get your name in the news because I mentioned the names of some of those hotels that are doing it right there. You did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's, that's a good news item. I think it's something we got to keep an eye on because we really haven't talked about crypto too much on the podcast recently. But, uh, again, it's going to be something that's going to be shaping the way we, we do business online in the future. Mm-hmm. All right. So next item up on the list is 60 Seconds to Success. So since we're recording this live, I don't know if this is going to make it to LinkedIn or if it does, it'll just be an audio edition. But if you are joining us on LinkedIn, that means I was able to successfully get this posted from a a live recording. And 60 Seconds to Success is when we have just one minute to share a tip or trick that's going to make your hotel marketing much more effective. And today I've got the 60 Seconds to to Success. So I'm going to start the music go through my tip and then we can talk about it a little bit after that and here we go all right so al pacino had an incredible speech in the movie any given sunday his team is down time is running out and he has to get his team motivated if you haven't listened to the clip recently i've got it in the show notes but basically he's stating that football is a game of inches an inch here an inch there and inches are what really matters not the yards but each individual inch in order to win the game and i say that the same is true for your hotel's conversion rate there's no 80 yard miracle plays there's just one fraction of a percent at a time but when you add up those fractions of a percent each day they stack and you start to win so i say stop thinking about the big plays to revolutionize your site's conversion and start thinking about those fractions that are everywhere around you a tenth of an improvement to your site to engine conversion, a quarter on your mobile device, one eighth of a percent in your click-through rate. They all add up and they're all achievable. So start doing those little A-B tests that result in small incremental improvements. But I would say do a lot of them and from there, your competitors will not be able to stand a chance. So anyway. Hey, that was awesome. It's like crude interest. All of your little incremental changes keep building upon themselves. Right. And, and I think everyone gets stuck in, hey, we're going to make this massive A-B test where we're changing this or changing that on the homepage, a new design, whatever it might be. Just start with little things. 
little things to improve you know, on your inbound marketing, on a paid campaign, wherever that might be, or on your site itself, yeah. positioning a few book now buttons, create oh, those yeah. calls to action. And if, if you get a little bit of a lift, that's fantastic. Learn from that and now start the next test, but do it quickly so you're always adding those percentage of improvements to your conversion rate. Well, and as long as you're not going in the other direction, it's a win. Even if your goal might have been 3% and you went up 1%, you still went in the right direction. Change something else and shoot for 2 more percent. Um, that's more than an inch or your eighth of a percent that you mentioned, but I like this piece. Yeah, exactly. And now I want to listen to Al Pacino. I have it in here. It's, it's an awesome, awesome little clip. It's a good movie. I wish but. that you had to have time to do an impersonation of him. Like, can you? I don't know Booyah. how to do it. <laughs> I, think, I think you did the perfect impersonation of him. I would never, She's ever. pretty good at impersonations. Yeah, I would I've never attempt them. to beat that one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, all right, well, cool. Well, we're ready to jump in. So Alyssa is not on the podcast today. But she updated this article recently, and it's Social Media Post Ideas for Hotels. It is a, I'd say, a piece of practically 10x content that has been the top performing page on our website for a very long time. It has everything you need to create, launch, and populate a organic social campaign. So it would take us forever to go through this whole article. So what we did was slice out some of the top five social media tips that come from it and a few of the things that you really don't want to do. But this is what I would say is, if you can, take a look at this article, which obviously we're linking in the show notes. It has the top 50 social media post ideas for hotels. And if you look at these, this is a year's worth of social media content in one place. You can follow this template and you will basically be taken care of in terms of what you need to post other than injecting those topical seasonal type things that I think all hotels have. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to dive in. You can look at the top five social media tips. And the first one, which is number one, 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 one. All right, number one is understand your core audience. And we are taking a little bit more of a technical viewpoint on this. Within Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much any social media platform, there is a way that you can look at analytics and insights. Specifically, there's something called Facebook Insights, Twitter Analytics. And within the dashboard of these platforms, you can go in and it will tell you the age ranges of your followers. It will tell you their demographic um, location. It will tell you their age ranges. It will tell you, it tells you a lot about the people. So you're gonna figure out specifically on the platform followers so you'll know for each platform where you know how do I need to speak to these people I think these days most people know that Facebook followers is tending to be an older range of you know followers and then Instagram is a little bit younger so you can now prove that in the data and then whenever you create your post you want to create your post to those core audiences so it's not just understanding maybe what they want to hear, but it's knowing their age, their area, their um, their gender, and then understanding how to talk to them better. Mm -hmm. And that is what is going to get the engagement that you're looking for in social media. Well, because everyone's completely unique. And I think a lot of people become tone deaf when they just kind of say, I'm going to post the same thing everywhere. It doesn't really work well. The Like I said, the Facebook audience is going to be completely different. 
And specifically, when you look at those insights, it's going to tell you what they want to see. You know, look at what's happening on Instagram, what your engagement is like. And you may find that on Instagram, certain posts or certain tone of voice is completely different than, say, a Facebook or a Twitter or a TikTok or whatever platform that you're starting to dive into. Just pay attention to that and, and make sure you are answering the needs of your customer for that specific platform. It even gives us granulars telling you when they're most active on that platform. So you know that your Facebook followers are active around 1230. Maybe it's lunchtime for them. So you want to post your post during that time. Because if you post it, you know, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they're back working. They're not going to see it. Whereas, you know, the dynamic feeds, they might. But they're far more likely if it's the newest thing posted. Yep. So make use of those insights. They're free. They come with your with your page, you know, your your business hotel page. So just make use of all that data. That's a good point. So all right. That was number one social media tip. Number two is ready? Number two, 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 two. Stick to your brand standards, but embrace what makes each platform unique. You know, you can't just go rogue and decide if you're the Waldorf Astoria that you're going to do some crazy TikTok video with your kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may not work for you. Not Stick to your work. brand standards and, and make sure that you have, as part of your brand standards, social media guidelines. Does your hotel have that? Because oftentimes social media is you know, something that you give to the younger person on the team that you think, oh, you're experienced with that. But do they understand what the brand standards are? Yeah, and it's very important that you set those early on because when you're engaging with people, your own personality is going to come out, which I think is important from a social perspective. But we can never forget that you know, if, if I'm engaging with a customer, I'm engaging on behalf of the property I'm at. I'm not just engaging them as a friend. You know, so you kind of have to remember that, and you got to have those brand standards front and center. But you know, I, I think you know, along with that, and Leanne, you said that kind of embracing what makes it unique. You know, if there's a trending uh, tag on uh, Twitter or not, oh, not Twitter on TikTok, you know, can you jump on those and can you, you know, kind of ride that wave from a social perspective of getting more engagement, getting more likes, getting more followers, and everything by staying what's on, what's popular, but doing it within your own brand set. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense if it's you're trying to follow things out of the blue, but if you're trying to ride those waves of you know something that's somewhat viral. You know, stick to it, but stick to it in terms of your own brand. Yep. I've seen pretty creative ways that one of um, the hospitality groups that we work with utilizes their team members when they're trying to get in, you know, mimic something that's popular. Mm-hmm. So look at our team having fun doing this. If mm-hmm. fun is a part of your brand standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. like Leanne said, look at other brands. I think that it's nothing, you know, don't copy someone exactly, but look at how your competitors are utilizing a platform and maybe do something similar, but that's still unique to you. Mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing wrong with seeing how some of the best social media pages are doing something and then and taking that and running with it. Yeah, look, look at, I mean, Wendy's, Arby's, and the fast food wars are always going on typically on, on Twitter more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're sticking to what their brand is, mm-hmm. but they're making it very specific to the platform they're having dialogue and they're engaging. It's, it really does work really, really well for them from a branding perspective, at least. All right, well, that's number two. You guys ready for number three, 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 three
So this one is blocking and tackling 101. Make sure your entire, and I mean entire, profile is complete on each of the platforms that you're using. So it's not enough to simply create an account on Facebook. Go in and look at your, verify your Facebook page obviously first, but then go through and make sure your NAP is all updated. Your phone number, your property description, your website links, hours, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you get that set up because it is gonna be incredibly important for one, user engagement, but two, also for how you're indexed in what, where you're gonna show up for in, in those social platforms as well. So that's one of those things that's super, super important to do and I would say make that the first thing you do as you set up your, your brands on those platforms. And what was that tip about making sure you set up a custom URL? <clears throat> yes, I mean, that, that's one of the things that you can do within particularly Facebook is you don't have to be user one, two, three, four, five, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You can create something that's very memorable, you know, facebook.com slash name of property. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can get that set up, which is a lot easier, just even in terms of in, your internal team remembering where they can find, find the posts and whatnot. So, so for your profile, your relationship status is married to your hotel? Yes. Married to your guests. Yeah. Uh, uh, the most important thing that a hotel can put on there is that they're in a relationship. Yeah. With the guests. But it's an open relationship and all the guests who want to come are welcome. Anyway. Ready to jump into the next one? Number four, 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 four. We are at interact with your fans and followers and be genuine. So while creating social media posts, creating content to put on these platforms is very important. You don't want to create it and just leave it. Um, very likely you're going to have people ask questions on your posts. Sometimes they're related, sometimes they're not going to be. They're going to have comments. They're going to leave reviews. They're going to send you private messages via these platforms. And the most important thing is to interact with those. Now, if you have a whole bunch of people saying positive things, I don't think you necessarily need to interact with every single individual comment. That might take you hours. But especially if somebody has a question or has a negative comment, respond to those. Because I know as a consumer, I go in and I've been taught by my friend Leanne is <laughs> to read the, the negative reviews and then read how that company is responding. Yep. That is a big indicator that where somebody might have had a negative experience at your hotel, if you respond correctly and you make that right and you're gracious and genuine, that can completely turn around the negative experience that they had. So that is part of all of that is on social media, you've got to do those same things. It's not just um, Google reviews anymore. It is also your social media reviews. And like I said, be genuine. Do not, um, do not just go in there and like, oh, there's a negative comment. Let me just delete it. Because Facebook lets you do that. Because if you have a perfect Facebook page, it doesn't look real. Just yeah, like when you fake. see Google reviews and they're all fives and I'm like, this isn't real. Yeah. So um, you've got to leave some of the bad ones there and then show your genuine positive response. If it's just flat out ugly and horrible, you might want to consider getting rid of it. But, <laughs> but the biggest thing is to interact. It's not just about pushing content out and pushing posts out. It's about interacting and being genuine with those people. I love it. There are a lot of people who look to, especially Facebook, to get answers to their questions. 
Oh, yeah. So you could almost look at it as an extension of your frequently asked questions. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to have someone that can sit there and respond to those um, private messages that private messages that they send you, be sure you set up an auto response and then have a time set aside each day to go in and personally respond to those. Either have it set up and send them to maybe a customer service number or a FAQ page, but then go in and still check those and monitor those and maybe you want to reach out personally and say something to them. Well, I think you have to. It, so imagine it's the same thing where someone comes in, into your property, they go to the front desk and you're away and they write a note, please contact me, I'm in room 204 on a post-it note. You're not going to respond to that, I'll get to them the next day. No, the moment you get that, that's a customer who's walked into your door. You've got to give them the attention that they deserve and they want. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if they're looking to make a booking and they have one question, that's not wait till tomorrow. Obviously, not everybody can monitor it 24-7, but multiple times a day. You know, make it part of your staff routine that they're going through and doing that. And like um, we were talking about brand standards, you know, if you have a, a set of team members that know the brand standards, say you check it at 8 a.m., you check it at noon, and you check it at 5, and then you've got somebody on it at all times responding so they never, you know, and within Facebook, I know for sure, it says typically responds within mm -hmm. X number of hours. <coughs> you don't want that to say like 48 hours. Typically never responds. No. <laughs> yeah, that well, it, it's funny because be I'm in the process of looking at some Airbnbs or VRBOs for upcoming vacation. Mm -hmm. And the, it's easy to ask a question on the, both those platforms. And oh, yeah. you know, on Facebook, obviously, Italy as well. And you see one that says you, the owner responds within one hour versus the owner responds within one day. Mm -hmm. If I'm looking to make the reservation now, I may just completely bypass even asking the person who takes a day to respond about the property. Yeah, you've got to be you've got to be on top because social is a interactive minute by minute thing. Yep, that's the truth. All right, and let's jump into the last thing you should do, which is number five 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 five. Make a calendar and make sure your team knows about it. This is, I mean, seems like obvious but i've seen so many times where hotels after the fact say we should have taken pictures of that we should have filmed that we should have posted about that i'll give you an example we were at one of our hotels um recently when they were setting up these gorgeous have you seen those new wicker day beds that are so big they look like they have a shell cover over them mm -hmm. and three or four people could all fit on this thing well this hotel was setting those out in their garden and I heard one of the owners say, we should be taking video of this and putting it on social. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's the kind of thing you got to put on the calendar. Hey, the lawn furniture is coming in today. Nancy, you're going to be the one who films this. And Nicolette, you're going to make sure it gets posted according well, to brand standards. And I think that's where it makes a lot of sense where the make sure everybody knows about it part, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, your social team is going to have a calendar. You know, if they're looking for things to post, we've got 50 items on this article of things to put on their calendar, but make sure the entire team, you know, including if, it, you know, in that case, it's, it's the, the groundskeeping team, if it's the front desk staff, it's the housekeeping, whoever it is, knows all about this because they're going to have things, they're going to they're be the boots on the ground that say, hey, did you know we have this happening? That needs to be incorporated. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why that our blog articles about social media post ideas for hotels 
are the most popular articles of all of our blogs. It's because when you do this every day and there's 365 days in a year and you've hopefully been at this property so long, you feel like you've made every single post possible. They need ideas. Mm -hmm. If you've got that calendar, you could go ahead and have some posts for, you know, St. Patrick's Day in the can. You already know what you're going to do on days three, four, and five. It'll make your life so much easier. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely have it planned out. And even if you can't necessarily plan the whole year, plan a month's worth. Exactly. And then as the lawn furniture, as you learn that you're going to get new lawn furniture, make some adjustments Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, swap out some posts. But you're going to thank yourself when it's already all planned out and scheduled. Most of these platforms let you schedule posts ahead of time. Mm. Schedule them a week at a time. And then you don't have to think about going in every single day and creating a post and setting it up. Just mm-hmm. just do it ahead of time. Yeah. There's tons of platforms, too, that can help you do it from one place, and it will post to all of exactly. the platforms. Yep. Make use of your tools. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're using Sprout or whatever you're using to you know, automate your, your social – I would say keep in mind the thing we talked about earlier where social is a two-way street and you're part of a community. So you may set your post once a week, but you should still be in there monitoring and engaging on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Particularly from a hotel perspective, everybody's in different cycles of that planning process and you need to be on it. These are people who are at your front door. They're just asking to, to come in. They're asking for basic questions. You have to be there to answer those questions before your competitors do or another guest answers them in a way that you may not want necessarily to have answered that way. Yep. Speaking of things that you don't want to do. So that was the top five things that you should, but we're going to talk about three social media mistakes you really never should do. Don't do them. Don't do these. And I'd say the very first one on that list is stop being redundant. I think people kind of forget about this one, but you know, Facebook's algorithm, at least for Facebook in general, it can work against you if you're posting multiple times a day, all at the very same time, and they're all very similar. It's going to look a little bit spammy, and it's going to probably reduce your impression share. So, you know, if your posts are exactly the same, think about changing them up. That's why you need that calendar, that you're always tweaking what you're saying, you're looking at what is being engaged, and you're altering your plans for that. So, don't just keep throwing stuff out there. You know, yes, there's different people looking at your social content every day, but you're also not standing on a box just screaming at a bunch of people. You're getting feedback and you're changing what you're saying on an ongoing basis. Uh, this is kind of one of those things I think that you know people kind of forget about. They go, they set it up, they press start, and you know it's not a set it and forget it type thing. You need to engage with it and tweak it on I an have ongoing a basis. A uh, technical question for you guys. You know how you can go to Instagram and post something, and it'll ask you, do you want to post it on your Facebook account? If you do that over and over again, does that upset the Facebook algorithm that it's not getting unique Facebook material? I don't know that it – and, Nicolette, you might know. I don't know that that impacts your, your impression rate. Mm-hmm. I don't know that necessarily it's a negative signal, but it's definitely negative in terms that – your Facebook audience is not your LinkedIn Thanks. audience mm. or your Instagram audience. So you're saying something that might make a lot of sense to someone on Instagram, but someone on Facebook, it's don't completely Don't get in the habit down. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know on the algorithm side of it. I would have to do some research on that. But I would agree with Pete that you have to be careful about being redundant. Where, it is, where maybe you might share the same picture, your verbiage is 
definitely going to need to change platform mm -hmm. to platform. Mm -hmm. All right. So what is the second thing that you should never do? Never break the 80-20 rule. The 80-20? Everyone knows what the 80-20 rule is. What's number three? <laughs> I like to think about this. Is everybody likes to buy something, but no one likes to be sold to, right? 80% of the time, you're on social media to be social. Not necessarily selling your hotel the entire time. You, the 20% of the time, you can talk about your partnerships, promotions you've got going on, post some positive reviews from guests. But remember that social is social. 80% of the time, try to just be friendly. Yep. I heard this once, and the example that they used was the Disney Facebook page. Uh -huh. If you go to the Disney Facebook page, 80% of their posts are pretty photos of families or of the park mm -hmm. or of, you know, just in it, there's social engagements. What was your recent visit like? Or share us a photo of your recent family at our, at our um, amusement park. And then 20% of the time, they're trying to sell you a vacation. Mm -hmm. Because nobody, there's that tool now in Facebook, especially you can say, see this person less often. And if you're constantly mm -hmm. selling to them, they're going to stop following your hotel. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, I'm tired of seeing the same buy a room on Wednesday for a discount. Yeah. Stop and that. it's not just you that is not going to see that ad anymore. You know, that's all going into what factors into whomever sees it. Mm -hmm. You know, so if every time... Yeah, you say, I don't want to see this, I don't want to see this, I don't want to see this. Now, when Leanne goes on, she's going to see that less and less, too, because it's not making money for Facebook. It's obviously annoying a certain set of their uh, users. And if you're bothering a Facebook user, Facebook wants that money, you know, they're going to separate you from, from their customer. For sure. All right. So that's, that's a very good one. Nicolette, what is the last thing you should never, ever, ever... Ever do is... Do not, not ghost our own fans and followers. So you as a hotel cannot be present on every single social media platform. Number one, your guests are probably not on every single social media platform. And number two, it's hard to engage on every single social media platform. There is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, MeWe, Rumble, True Social. There's ones I've never even heard of. And if you are constantly trying to manage all of these different social platforms, you're going to start falling short, probably in more than one of them. Mm -hmm. So the important thing is, and instead of creating something and then ghosting it, as our title says, is not, you know, not engaging in it, it is better to pick where your core audience is. Pick those top, I would say three. What do you say, Pete? I mean, what you can manage. That's true. Yeah, I mean, what if, you can if, manage. If, if you start being really horrible at everything except Facebook, then maybe just focus on Facebook. Yeah. Do what you can, pick the number that you can do well, where you see your customers are engaging, where your customers are following you, and be really, be the best you can be on that platform. If I go to see a business on Facebook and they haven't posted since 2020, my first question is, are they still open? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I was like that before the pandemic, but especially now, I think that all the time I am looking, if they are engaging on social, then I know that they're still, they're still open, they're still mm -hmm. active. But most of the time when a business closes, they don't close their social media. Well, no. I mean, why would you? You just got fired. You're not going to be, oh, wait a minute, hang on. <laughs> Hold on, let me delete this. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think this one's, this one's super important. You know, 
do what you can do well. And if you have, let's say you have a Instagram and you're not using it, you know, put something up there that says, follow us on Facebook or something along those lines. See if we can, you know, get the people who might be looking for you mm -hmm. to know that you're actually alive somewhere. It's just not on that platform by chance. So I think there's some things you can do there to make sure that you're collecting people from other platforms, but spend the time focusing on platforms that you can actually focus on. Yeah, because you might want to go in and secure your business name on a particular platform. Like on Twitter, you might want to get the at Travel Boom. Yeah. And so you go in there and go ahead and secure it. But like Pete said, go in and put something that says, we're not active here right now, but come follow us on Facebook and see our latest post or yeah. whatever it might be. Well, nice. There's a lot of information here. And to be honest with you, we've only scratched the surface of this article. So check it out. Go to travelboommarketing.com slash blog. And it's called Social Media Post Ideas for Hotels. But you can also get a link to it as well as a some of the list of things you never do. A link to the uh, – what was uh, – I forgot the name of it. Hang on a second. Al Pacino. I always get Al Pacino and De Niro confused. <laughs> So. <laughs> yes, Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah, listen to Al De Niro's speech that he had <laughs> in any given Sunday. But that's all going to be there waiting for you at the podcast notes. So go to travelboommarketing.com slash podcast and click on episode 219. Wow, that's a lot of episodes. Mm -hmm. That is. We're getting close to the big 225. we got to do something special for that. Really? I think so. I don't know. It's a good number. Let's do it's something special. It's a good number, special. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good number. I mean, we have like a... We haven't had a drink beer together doing a podcast in a long time. A very long time. I know. So, anyway, maybe that's what we'll do for that. Who knows? <laughs> we'll figure that part out. So. We will see. Anyway. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys joining us. If anybody wants to learn more about you, Nicolette, or wants to follow you or ghost you on social media, how would mm. they do that? Well, I'm on most of them. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. But professionally, reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's Nicolette Cromer, and N-I-C-O-L-E-T-T-E -E is how you spell my name. <laughs> no Ks, no Hs. Yeah. Boom. All right. How about you, Leanne? I'm also on LinkedIn. In fact, I'll help you do this, Nicolette. You just go to forward slash contact Leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, and you'll find me. Oh, cool. But it is Leanne DeMaley. If you f go to our website at travelboommarketing.com and do a contact us form, I'll be the one who contacts you. There you go. <laughs> she will call you yeah. back, believe me. And you can find me, Pete DeMayo, on LinkedIn as well at Pete DeMayo, P-E-T-E-D-I-M-A-I-O. You can find Travel Boom on all those social media platforms we talked about. Typically, it's going to be at uh, or slash Travel Boom. Sometimes it's Travel Boom Marketing but we've got a link to all those on the site as well. And with that, that is another whole episode of the Hotel Marketing Podcast that we just wrapped up. We'd love to hear more. If you have some show ideas and topics, hit us up at uh, our feedback page. With that being said, we'll see you next week for more hotel tips, tricks, and tools to make you a little bit better of a hotelier. And Travel Boom is, wait for it, out. That's awesome. We're, we can physically drop the mic today. <laughs>